Welcome to another episode of the First Text Minutes podcast. I'm your host. You find me on Twitter, PAPI underscore the great. It would have been a tragedy. It would have been um, a tragedy is the word if I don't record a podcast episode to at least talk about everything, the madness that happened over the weekend in the world of football alone it, it's it's crazy i don't think we are ever going to have the, the kind of weekend that just passed we're ever going to have it again it was the craziest for the deepest lovers of football because um i don't think we're going to have a world cup sorry a weekend that featured the fifa women's world cup alongside the resumption of some of europe's top five leagues i'm talking about the world cup in australia and then the final in australia plus the third place game and um that's third place game between sweden and australia and the resumption of the syria and the german bundesliga that is them resuming with games that already started last week in the spanish la liga the english premier league and the french league on it was packed and as much as it was packed, it was filled with a lot of drama. It was filled with a lot of talking points. Talking points is the word because a lot was happening everywhere, everywhere at the same time. While some people were begging for some Caicedo spice, you know, put Caicedo on, like as if it was some spice. Got that joke from somewhere on Twitter, or should we call it X now? Yeah. And some other people were talking about Aston Villa's depth as. Um, they trumped everything four goals to nil. I was really thinking that the, um, Sean Dyke's men would at least get a goal in that one, but they did not, and they conceded four. They conceded four. Four, the same number of goals that Union Berlin put past Mainzo 5, I think, and a certain Kevin Behrens. This guy debuted in the, uh, had his Bundesliga debut at the age of 30. I think he's 32 now, and he got a hat trick, yes. If you're wondering why Union Berlin, it's been a fantastic run for them since they got promoted to the Bundesliga, I think some three, four years ago, played in the Europa League last season. This season, they will be playing in the Champions League. They've had their 40,000 mini season tickets sold out already. That was even before the the season resumed. They sold out 40,000 mini season tickets per the Athletic now, and they will be playing their Champions League games in another stadium, a bigger stadium, because Spears is much much smaller so i think the capacity for the stadium they will be playing i'm i'm not sure if i get this right now it's the Werder Bremen stadium i i will check that out to be sure but it's a 74,000 capacity stadium and they will be playing there and to start kick things off um with a 4-1 game 4-1 win over Mindzo 5 maybe Mindzo 5 might not necessarily be the strongest team in the Bundesliga, but that is a testament, that is a statement also. And speaking of a statement, Bayer Leverkusen, Bayer Leverkusen, um, RB Leipzig, one of the games of the weekend, I think the goals started coming as early as the 15th, 20th minute. In that one, it was a five goal thriller, Bayer Leverkusen, of course, winning the game, three goals, two, two, Germany to, to Italy, Victor Osimhen scoring two, Antonio Candreva scoring two, um, Andrea Bellotti, Andrea Bellotti, yes, the evergreen one, the one who who seems to um, be reincarnated after every season, I, sometimes I like to call him the late bloomer, he got two goals, 
um, against um, um, Salernitana. Yes, AS Roma playing Salernitana. Jose Mourinho, Jose Mourinho. Jose Mourinho was not on the bench. I think he's serving some sort of suspension. Fortunately, got the first goal against the reigning champions, but Victor Simen double, and I think Di Lorenzo got one um, got one for Nip, for Napoli. And Rudy Garcia, the new manager, they won that one by three. I think three goals or four goals to one. Can't remember now. Juventus proving to the world that look, we are going to be a side to look out for Chiesa scoring as early as in the second minute of the game. Juventus scoring three unreplied goals away at Udinese. Uh, of all the interesting things that happen, I think one of the most interesting one has to be how the World Cup, there's the FIFA Women's World Cup played out. It wasn't necessarily the kind of climax we had in, in Qatar where it dragged along into extra time and into penalties and of course um, goalkeepers you know pulling their stuff um, from just um, a few yards away by saving um, spot kicks. No, Spain's um, um, Spain's um, Olga Carmona, you know, took the initiative, went all the way, put one past um, um, Erbs. Erbs would save a penalty by um, a spot kick by Hermoso and will go ballistic for like five seconds. You should find that clip if you haven't seen it. I mean, she mouthed some words that I really can't mention some of these words here, but she went on and she was not really excited, hoping that her teammates would help her up front to pull one back, but um, the goal never came. And Spain, Spain, what a game, what a run, what... I mean, they've had their own fair shares of difficulties coming into this tournament. Which team hasn't? England, Canada, Jamaica had to do some fundraising. Nigeria with the whole, I mean, money payments, FIFA bonuses thing. You know, most of this team came into this tournament with a lot of controversy behind their backs but they put that behind them they did what they had to do and served up the most i I dare say i dare say i haven't watched a lot of it but this has to be the most exciting not because the 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 teams were expanded to 32 in terms of the fifa women's world cup participants but it's the it's the quality of football that was on display for me i still remember some of the goals i can't forget alinda caicedo's goal against germany i can't forget um katlana's katlana's um goal against argentina these are some of the the, the, the lauren james lauren james i think she, the game before they played nigeria the goal she scored in that game, I can't forget Cassie Fair of, of, of South Korea, 16 years old. She was brought on. I think she started the game against Germany and she gave those the Germans a run for their money. Of course, they eventually knocked out the Germans. But if we're talking about youngsters who performed fantastically well at this tournament, worthy mention and rightly so, she won the young player of the tournament. Uh, pa... Paraluelo. Yes, I wanted to remember the name. Paraluelo. What a what a beauty. What a gem of a football player. This name will be with us for the next decade. I dare say the next two decades. Strutting our stuff. Showing young girls around the world what is possible. Shout out to her. Shout out to Spain. Condolences, of course, with the goal scorer. For the goal scorer. Um, Omona, who, Kamona, I beg your pardon, Oga, 
Kamona, who after the game was informed that her, died, her dad died. I, I don't want to imagine how that would, the mixed emotions, the condolences uh, with her and her family. Going back to the Italian Serie A, of course, um, Lazio got a goal, the Evergreen, another Evergreen player in the Serie A, Chiro Immobile, opened the scoring, but Lecce would score in the 85th and in the 87th minute to win that game and that of course infuriated the um, evergreen another evergreen not the player this time a manager Maurizio Sari who came out to, to label his players as ridiculous yeah he went very very hard on them lashing out at them but if you actually want to get a fantastic glimpse of what is possible in the Serie A this season Watch Antonio Candreva's second goal for Salernitana against AS Roma. I'm telling you that will be the best thing, maybe the second best thing or the third best thing. But I'm, I'm telling you it will rank highly on the list of favorite, fantastic, beautiful things that you will watch this season. It was a it was a wicked curler from his left foot that found the far right corner of the post goalkeeper had no answers Ray Patricio had no answers for that one and for a full back to be scoring that kind of goal you know <laughs> but that's what you get because it's the it is the Italian Serie A I've spoken a lot about this Serie A I've spoken a lot about the German Bundesliga Harry Kane getting his debut goal there were a lot of debut goals I think there were a lot of debut goals um the the first goal for um Lecce I can't pronounce that guy's name. It has a P-U-S-Q faint. Yeah, Pusquint. Yeah, I think got a goal uh, for Lecce. It was his debut goal. Harry Kane also getting his debut goal. Uh, which other names can I remember off the top of my head? No, Caicedo did not get a debut goal. You know, he wasn't getting the debut goal. <laughs> Just fast, a public call from my head now, but then again, it is what it is because if you buy him for that much and there's such a huge price tag on his head, then you can expect that the banter would almost always follow. I'll round it up on, on this note when it comes to talking about the most incredible things that happened this weekend. In the game, um, Portsmouth played over the weekend, two officials got injured. Two referees, you know, the officials, they got injured and, and um, you know, they, they, there was no replacement until they called a Portsmouth fan who stepped in and saved the game from being suspended. Hmm. Saved the game from being suspended. How fantastic. Very, very, very interesting. I mean, that, that's, that's the thing about, about football. You never know. You never know what you're going to get, especially when it comes to the officials and especially when it comes to the decisions of the officials on the field, on the pitch and what happens to them off of it. We just spoke about the fan who came on to assist two injured officials. In the World Cup final, there was a penalty call for Spain. I mentioned that earlier. But the referee had already played advantage for Spain, and Spain failed to convert. You know, you know, the, the parallelly I think blazed it over the goalpost. But VAR had to check again for the handball after 
So wait, what would have happened if Spain had scored? Would they have recalled the the move and say, oh no, there was a an England player handled the ball before Spain scored, so we are going to recall it and then the Spain will now take the penalty because it's too early, I think. Maybe not the World Cup now. We had the incidents with the Onana and the Wolves player. Two Wolves players, um, VAR came out to say that uh, no, VAR did not intervene. The referee said it wasn't a penalty. The VAR did not call the attention of the referee to it. And then at the end of the game, the PGMOL um, um, boss would apologize to Wolves and say, look, it was a blatant error on the first match day of the season. I mean, how early? It's too early, I think, to be getting apologies. As fans, I think it's too early to be getting apologies in the season on match day one. You think guys didn't even wait till match day 10. Match day one, referees are already apologizing for bad officiating. What are we going to get when we <laughs> when we get to match day 15 or match day 17? I think the apologies are coming in too early and I think the referees should look inward and should talk to themselves. It's, it's, should VAR intervene more often or less often? Because we, we fans are in a state of dilemma and ultimately it reduces the trust that the fans have in the referees. They said they suspended the referees and all of that. They did not officiate on match day two of the Premier League. But at some point in time, these guys are going to come back to officiate. Not so. And then what is the probability that they will not make the same error that they made that cost Wolves at least a point? Because that, that Wolves would have cons- um, Manchester United would have considered the penalty. I think they were leading 1-0, yeah. Have, now, nobody knows whether Wolves would have scored or not, but at least. Let's give everybody a fair chance, including ap- making appropriate calls. The, the, the officials making appropriate calls when it comes to football because... At the end of the day, fans may not necessarily have the, the most say, but on the overall, you, you, you consider it and you say to yourself, it's too early, man. So, as fans now, our, our minds are already preset. I don't know about you, my mind is already preset that, look, I'm going to get at least one apology a week from the Premier League. Why don't the same things happen in the La Liga, in the Italian Serie A, German Bundesliga, French League on Kylian Mbappe scoring a goal on his return, by the way. Yeah, I think it was, yeah, it was a penalty, I think. But I'm not sure now. But he got a goal on his return for PSG. But that's just by the side. We don't get the news of inconsistent refereeing from these other four leagues. Why is it always the Premier League? Is it that the spotlight shines brighter on this league? Or is it just that... The league needs more competent hands when it comes to the officiating of its games. Well, this is where we'll wrap it up on this episode of the first X Minutes podcast. If you'd like to share a comment, you can drop that on Spotify. Yeah, you can drop that on Spotify or you can reach out to me on Twitter or X, as Elon Musk would prefer. I call it P-A-P-I underscore the great whatever you will be doing in the days ahead it's a brand new week i hope it's profitable for you i hope you stay safe and most importantly i hope you make the most use of your time because while life is incredibly long yep 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 
life is also incredibly short. I'll catch you in the next episode of the podcast. P.S. I got a gift, an Everton jersey. I got an Everton jersey from a friend. I might just be rocking it on my TikTok, same as my um, Twitter, by the way, so you can go check it out, P-A-P-I underscore the great i would just be doing there's this thing they call unboxing you know when they unbox phones and they unbox all those things i might just be doing <laughs> it's customized for me by the way so i really really appreciate it to start the season off with that ah i could do with some solace from all the early apologies coming from referees across the globe with an everton jersey so if you see me rooting for everton this season don't blame me i've been bribed <laughs> Just kidding. All right, we'll catch you in the next episode of the podcast. Stay safe, my friends. Bye for now.